I don't watch much of the other products, so I didn't really see it. You stay here! You stay here with Stephanie! You take me to him! Take me to the son of a bitch! Take me to him! Come on! Go! 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 Where is the son of a bitch? Where is he? So let's pull back the curtain here, boys. <laughs> we have Steve taking in a well-deserved night off, we'll say. He's in the public house in Galway. He is, we're estimating, eight pints deep at least right now. And we just realized that when we went to go record, we didn't have the permissions on our recording system to actually go live. So Steve is remotely logged in from the pub, set the recording live, and he's on mute right now. Sipping away tasty, tasty pints. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of the that's, that's pretty much short, really. to the most professional wrestling-based podcast originating out of the west of Ireland. Originating Gentlemen. out of a pub in the west of Ireland. Right? <laughs> nice, yes. <laughs> Today is being recorded from a pub live. Technically correct. And as we all know... That is the best kind of correct. There's one few Futurama fans. <laughs> Lads, how are we getting on? How's your week's? Ah, sure. Very quiet for me. Not a thing going on at the moment. Um, I, I'm, I'm very scared to approach this subject on the air. But oh, oh, I, I oh God, Fitz bringing up something. I know. I, I, you know, I feel a little bit dirty saying this. You know, I feel like I, I need to close the curtains and close the windows. I, I enjoyed WWE product this week. Ah, don't believe you. It's a true story. I wouldn't lie. SummerSlam was a very entertaining wrestling show. What is it? it was. We're getting into wrestling straight away. What is this? I know. We don't have Steve to distract us. That's the problem, you know. <laughs> well, you see, we're going to be getting into all the football predictions, you know, later on in the show. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I'll be ch- the preseason for cool. rugby. You know? yeah. Cool. yeah. I have to get some rugby talking, though, yeah. Yeah. And NFL preseasons after kicking off there last night as well with the Hall of Fame game. So. Well, the preseason to the preseason. So, you know, it's been a good week of sport on all fronts. But yeah. So, in turn of events, SummerSlam. Yeah, let's just get that out of the way first. What, uh, what was your overriding thoughts, emotions, feelings coming out of it? I very much enjoyed SummerSlam. The first half was fantastic and the main event was fantastic. A little bit of a dip there towards the end, besides the, the main uh, event. But. They need to tighten up them fucking ropes. There was at least three or four matches where people could have fucking killed themselves because the ropes were too loose. Yeah, but in fairness, the whole ring was being tipped over later, so... Yeah. The man was driving a fucking tractor. What the fuck? <laughs> when was the last time you saw a tractor as part of a wrestling match? It's sure. not back. Wasn't there a, one, a match on the back of a tractor one time? Or was that a truck? No, it was a truck. That was the back of a truck. The dra- yeah. Dragging the hay. The whole, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, it was the one with all the hay in it. Way, way back. That's back in the 90s, that. Hmm. Go lay in the bay, eat some hay. It just may. Just may. Yeah, there's a digger um, for the buried live matches as well as deliverance is calling out in the chat there as well. Some sort of heavy machinery anyway, like yeah. heavy machinery. Not, no, no, not they're the not tag team, team not anymore. The tag team. No. No, no, no. Whatever so, happens to Tucker. Tucker, right? Yeah, he he got too big for his britches, I think, and uh 
had delusions of grandeur, possibly, is the best way of saying it. Bit um, of a cunt, is what Fitz was saying. Yeah, that's the, that's the nice way of saying it, really. Um, but what do you think? Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns finally delivered a, a good match after 17 years ah, and 474 attempts. They've, they've had, had a few good, good matches. Ones. This was definitely very different than all their other matches. In a okay, good way. let me let me par- or rephrase it. So they finally delivered an entertaining match. Ah, I've been entertained by some of their stuff before. Not all, not gonna lie, but yeah, definitely some. I don't know if I ever have. Look, put it this way: I have no memorable uh, moments coming out of any Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match until this one. That Rollins cash in. Uh, nothing to do with the other two people in that match. That was all yeah, about that cash match in. was a load of shite until Triceca cashed in. Uh, was was it Roman Brock when everyone walked out? Was it no? Backlash? That was that was Brock and Joe, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah, because Roman was, stunk up beforehand. Uh, Joe fucking locked. Uh, had a sleeper or someone had a sleeper hold in like five minutes into the match in a main event of a pay per view. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, star of the show, people are saying it's your man, Paul, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, man is a natural. Hell of a performance. Shy person, great wrestler, turns out. Yep. Man had uh, a fucking amazing performance um, for what's only yeah. his second match. Like it's uh, Then everyone's called that. We don't have to say sports entertained anymore. Wrestling entertained. We're wrestling entertained now, because we're allowed to say wrestling again. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll add in a nice little comment here for Steve. He even dragged a good match out of the Miz. <laughs> Miz is fantastic. Fuck you, Steve. Miz is great at what he does. Now, what yeah. he does isn't everyone's taste, which is fair enough, but he does the job and gets people over. Yeah. That's that's what he's there to do. Uh, the opening match, Bianca, Becky, that was talked about a lot, mainly match. for the post-match. Yes, Queen. Yeah, the post match. What do you think of the match? Match the mini match was better, but um Thank you. I would agree with that also. Uh but yeah, Gordo, I, I don't think he agrees. It was all about the post match. Uh no, I think I think the mini match was better, but this one was more hard hitting, if you get me. Like they they were laying a lot of shit in, in this match. Uh, uh I if I had flowers to give, I would be giving all of them to Becky for what she's done in the last year. She has she done a bit of a carry job here. Yeah, and that's no slight on Bianca. Bianca is is still very young, still somewhat green, but Becky made her look like a superstar for the last year. And you can see Becky calling the majority of this match in the ring because the cameras were picking up every fucking bit of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Becky always talks a bit in the ring. You can always pick up on Becky talking in the ring, in fairness. But yeah, you can literally see her calling the majority of the match in there. Mm -hmm. uh, bad, Bad camera work. And she carried that entire match with a separated shoulder, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which happened makes it all the more impressive yeah. but Becky. it was all about post-match and Bailey coming out followed by Dakota Kai making her return that no one had an inkling about and the newly renamed EO Sky don't hate the name it's one of the better it. renames yeah mainly because yeah. it's effectively the same thing even yeah. slightly spelled different it's definitely no Gunter or Butch yeah Butch's not even world. in the I, same I still, universe. Butch should still be our 24 7 chap. But anyway, I digress. The genius of the Shirai. Don't tell me that's her actual tagline. No, no. No, no. The sky. 
No, like, that's it's, now it's, her name. It's so reasonable that they would do that, though. Oh, I know, yeah. Uh, that's why. That's why. That's why I'm joking about it because I would believe they'd do it. Okay, can I hijack it slightly and say how? How? What's the booking decision here, or what's the the play with these three women coming back as a faction, and what's the end game for them? The shield. Oh, get out! Can we kick him out? Can we mute him? Let's I mean, see we if can. I can mute him. We can mute him. I just did it there Steve. we go. Job done. I'm still here. So much better. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think, Bo? Um, I don't. It's just nice to have a faction again. It's been a long time since there's been a female faction, proper one. Like, was it probably Mission Sorority? Yeah, BCP. Where the fuck they call them? It's probably the last Swiss, time. Mission Sorority. Ah, that still cracks me up. Just I, realized, I just realized I just went complete work there. BCP business continuity planning. Anyway, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. They, whatever they were actually called. Peace was a P- PCB. PCB. PC, it was PCB. Page Charlotte. Page Becky. Charlotte Becky. Yeah, that was the one. Um. Obviously, the, the fact is that Bailey's coming in as the, the vet in this situation, but ultimately in those scenarios, someone else is the, the person who gets the rub out of it all. Do you reckon that's going to be EO? I reckon I'm going to try and make it EO and it's going to end up being Dakota. Dakota has the fan favourite, you know. This How do you say this politely? She is doing very well for herself on Twitch. Uh, she has a very good look about her that will resonate with the main roster audience. Um, yeah, I think she'll get over very, very well. And it's, it genuinely dumbfounds me how she never got a fair shake of it when the old man was in charge. It's because he is an old man and doesn't understand these things. Yeah. Well, apparently he understands these things very intimately, Gordo. That's why he's <laughs> not there anymore. Yeah, it depends on the appearance of the woman. Wow. Just saying, she probably has the he, wrong color hair. He has a type. Yeah. <laughs> and the two things that he's in, are in his type, she doesn't meet. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. We're, 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 all, we're all going quiet from a not touching that one any further. <laughs> <laughs> and neither was he. Only he did. <laughs> uh, uh, so what else did have? you like about SummerSlam on the show? You had Pat McAfee and Baron Corbin did a thing. Solid uh, again, a couple of times where McAfee nearly killed themselves because of them fucking ropes. Uh, again, it was an okay match, it wasn't it? Wasn't McAfee's best by a long shot? Uh, Usos and Street Profits, eh, bit of a letdown compared to some of the other matches. And they've I don't done, think Jared they've, added they've anything, had a, they've had a lot of matches, so yeah, yeah. this was uh, tell me, I was fully convinced in my head that Usos were winning, I had no doubt about that. But I was fully also convinced that uh, they were going to turn Montez Ford was going to turn on Dawkins after the fight. I thought that was perfectly built up for it. I mean, they teased it. They definitely teased it, and it's definitely going to come. But I think not just. Why would you yet. not do it there on SummerSlam? It was. It felt like the right time to do it. Oh, you! I, I'm wondering—is it a case if they don't know where they're going to go after? the two boys feud and they didn't want to do it before they knew what the long-term plan is so they just decided to tease it. Maybe they like obviously looking at the way they did this week on Raw like they had Montez kind of go against Rollins and stuff go singles. Yeah. Like you couldn't have went straight away with Montez as a singles if you do the breakup angle right now. 
because yeah, you're gonna, you, as Gordon mentioned, you'll have to do the feud against uh, Dawkins first. Necessarily, uh, well, in normally speaking, yes. But how I would have done it, he would have bet the shit out of Dawkins so much that Dawkins is on the shelf for a while, and you get the immediate heel run for Ford straight away, and he can go into those matches straight away or, as you. Or hear me out. What if there pretends you're going to go for a heel power couple trope in a couple of, in a month or two's time with him and Bianca? Nah, Bianca's installed as a babyface now as the champion up against Bailey and everything. For now. Oh yeah, like down the line, absolutely. You know, that's that's what I'm thinking. Now, is... I don't think so. Like I'm talking yeah. six months at least post Mania next year. Oh good lord, I hope not. The character's already stale. But she's the EST of WWE, Gordo. She caught her best promo on Raw uh, this week. Her best promo was on Raw. And it was because she didn't have any of her bullshit. But then all of a sudden, it all came out in the space of around about 10 seconds. And then she went back to cutting like a normal person speaking promo. And it was fine again. Talk like a normal human being. You're grand. Uh, also, we, f- we realized on Raw this week, she cannot walk. Mm-hmm. Girl. All she does is all she does is skip or run. Think of it. Have you ever seen her walk? Surely, surely I need I have. to see her lose a hair versus hair match. I know that's her gimmick, but I fucking no, hate it. It used to be her gimmick. I don't think she needs. Uh, she's uh, even when she's running to the back, she runs twirling the hair. When she's running to chase off the girls on Raw this week, she ran twirling the hair. That's because you know, if she left it down, she'd be standing on it and stuff. No, but she still does the but she still does the twirl as she's running, no matter what she does. Do you know what I think it is, right? You know when you're kind of new in in that scene, they might give you a clutch, so to speak. So something that you can rely on as part of your gimmick that you can do to distract the crowd to, you know, hide your weaknesses either in speaking or acting or whatever it is. Her whole gimmick was her hair as that was her cl- clutch as she was coming through. But now she relies on it so much that it's actually distracting away from what she's getting better at, and that's her wrestling. That's why I genuinely would take the hair away from her and, you know, let her other qualities shine through. Crutch. Yes, thank you, Deliverance. I knew I was saying that wrong, but it wouldn't come to me. (laughs) But what if they turn around and say they want to get rid of it, and she says, grr, nah Nah-ah. Well, then you say, you fired. Then bye-bye title. Yeah, no, absolutely. Nah, she doesn't yeah. need that anymore. She does. I mean, no, mm-hmm. and I mean, at the end of the day, they they shaved fucking Zach Gibson's beard off and put weird contact lenses on him. So yeah, you know. that's a fucking abomination too. <sighs> uh, Ronda Rousey, Liv Morgan, that happened, and that they did happened. the screwy finish. Didn't mind it. Kind of protected Liv. Yeah, uh, kept Ronda Rousey kind of well. It turned her heel, and you know, made her look like a badass again, like she should be. I only didn't like this for the fact that it was on SummerSlam. This is kind of what you do on a B show. Yeah, but when they have the whole her been suspended out of it, like you don't you do that on a big show. I don't know. I just think on your big shows like your SummerSlams or your Manias, you don't do fucky finishes. Every match should mean something and the result should be almost definitive. This didn't feel like it. That's just me, my personal opinion. I, I know uh, people can differ from it, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah, generally, I, I don't mind one. 
they booked themselves into a corner with this one because obviously Liv is the new champion. She's young, she's inexperienced, and she effectively stole the title from Ronda because she was injured and she cashed in with the money in the bank. A fully fit and healthy Ronda Rousey is not losing to Liv Morgan. No, I think this is this is Trips undoing and booking his way out of the corner that Vince and their yeah. booking put him into. So that's why I kind of I, I generally agree with you for the most part, especially on the likes of a Mania or a SummerSlam, and to a lesser extent maybe a Rumble. Um, but yeah, Mania and SummerSlam, I'd agree hundred percent. Try and avoid the dodgy finishes. I'd give leeway on this one just because of the shit that's gone on over the past month. That yeah, they were in situations where they're now having to correct course on a lot of shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't good, it wasn't great. At least they didn't do it in every match to try and get back to where they wanted to be. Uh, if, there was, mm-hmm. if they were going to do it in one match, this was probably the one to do it in. Because, as I you said, we, you we all, fi- we all figured there was going to be a fuck finish in this match. We called that last week. Yeah, yeah, there had to be something. Because you weren't mm-hmm. going to take the title off Liv that quick and you weren't going to have Ronda lose clean twice to Liv. So, well, as clean as the money in the bank cashing can be. Um... Yeah, it was. Look, it was all right. They kept it short and sweet, uh, similar enough to the Lashley Theory match. There were the matches the people didn't really give that much of a fuck about. They just wanted to get on with it, get the story out of the way, and that was it. Uh, they were clever to keep both of those matches short so they could put the time into matches the people actually cared about. Mm. Um, there was so. a reason why I didn't talk about Bobby Lashley in Theory because it didn't deserve to be talked about. <laughs> uh, main event: Roman and Brock. Um, hella fun. Uh, tipped the ring over Roman got knocked out Usos came in Theory came down uh, Lesnar got hit multiple times with the title couldn't keep him down until they broke their own rules again um, by starting a count and then covering Brock with loads of shit while the count is still going on and not restarting yep. the count yep always been a thing whenever you touch the person while the count is going that that breaks the count and you restart it Mm. Yeah, like they, they could but, easily have done it, like because they, it didn't make a difference in the grand scheme of things. It's just, you know, if you if you make these rules yourself, and God knows, Gordo would be all up in business if AEW did this because you know I gave out about this. AEW, <laughs> I want to yank in your chain. You're you. in the fucking room, dickhead. Jackass. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that was the, that was the only gripe, and maybe as much as I loved. Michael Cole throughout this entire pay-per-view, I thought he was fantastic. And anyone who's listened to this podcast over the last five years will have known that I'm not a Michael Cole fan. It's evident that there was no one shouting in his ear for the night. Yep. Um, He's able to uh, just enjoy his career again. Now, it's still tone him down a little bit when he doesn't need to be as agitated as he ends up being. Uh, and 15 he, years of excitement built up inside him <laughs> and the one line that people loved that I absolutely hated was he wanted the ref to count faster I was like no that, that no that just doesn't make sense I know he wanted it to end because it, was the, it wasn't the line it was the enthusiasm and the getting into it nah feeling <sighs> he had feelings he hasn't had feelings in two decades him <laughs> him and Corey were both actually fantastic on the McAfee Corbin match because mm, they openly uh, admitted their biases to it. Yeah, and it was perfect. It was the two of them commentating opposite. I actually said it to your to both Fitz and Paddy on the night. I was like, if the rumors of Corey being off the do not touch list, no no contact thing, where he was able to mm. win the twenty four seven title, 
It's like, if the rumors of that are true, are we possibly going to go the road of a, like a Corey and someone against McAfee and Cole at some point? Hopefully not. No, I don't, I don't I, want to see that. I would hope not, but it's one of them silly matches to bring Corp to bring uh, Corey back in, and you know it's one of them stupid throwaway. You're never going to see this match again, thankfully. Mordo, don't manifest it. I've like, I, 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 manifest experience, like so. Yeah. He's his tag, he's his commentary partner. That's true. Going that direction, and I have Can to be careful because I have. Yeah, I have. I have manifested a few things today, so. Let's move on to them. So now that we're finished with SummerSlam, uh, Gordo mentioned not too long ago that WWE are looking to bring back some recently released talent. Yes. Uh, one name that was mentioned was Gordo's Bay and Heartthrob Killer Cross. Yeah, apparently. Um, he's one of the people discording the Fightful Select. There's been lots of discussions internally about them trying to bring back the aforementioned Mr. Cross. Um, get him back obviously onto the main roster, give him proper presentation and stuff that they fucked up the first time around. They fucked up. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, Miss Evan Glass were talking about this earlier, I don't know how damaged he is from Vince happening. Is it possible to repair that or would he need more time away? I uh, Like even at Ric Flair's final match, the match he had there, it was like, nah. I think it, I think it, Right now, I just think he needs a break. That's what I'm thinking. And it's also, as again, was saying to the lads, like, he's not the best technically. He's not going to put on a five-star match. A lot of what he does is very much a character and kind of a presentation and story-based like side of things. He definitely needs Scarlett. Oh, 110%. And that's what the thing would be, is getting the two of them back in. And... Yeah, doing things right, but again, they would need to make sure that if they're to bring him back in anytime soon, they have to get things right. They have to possibly get return vignettes, make him look like a big deal again, and he has to debut heavy. Like they have to do something big with him first night if they're to try and do undo any of the bad shit that's happened. Um, but yeah. yeah, apparently, big talks from Fightful anyway. That, that there was a lot of discussions around possibly bringing him back. Potentially well, the first of a couple they might bring back, maybe. Well, obviously, Dakota is the first, but you know what I mean. Oh, uh, you, you know that Trips has been on the phone to Gargano so much. In the oh, fuck yeah. The, um, the one thing I said to Gordo when he, when he brought this up earlier was, I don't know how well-received Cross would be by the... Uh, WWE Universe trademark impending. Now they're fans now. They're allowed they're to be called again. fans now. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I forgot. Yeah, the, the, the list is gone. But he was presented so poorly when he was called up from NXT that I don't know if they can forgive that. I don't know if they could get over that and believe him as a threat. I It would take some masterful, you know, creative work to get I mean, him to a position that people would buy into it again from a mainstream like i say casual fan that's a thing he wasn't on tv very much so they probably don't even remember him i don't know like i was saying to Gordon, the only way i could see it working out is that they need to do kind of a long video intro package over multiple weeks with a, an air of mystique about him, and absolutely, Scarlet has to be front and center of the entire act. Almost more important than Cross is Scarlet. Like we saw in NXT when he was on his rise to the first championship. 
Like just That's give him give gorgeous. him that debut that they had for him in NXT on the main roster. And yeah. That's all you need. Like legit, would would not complain over that. Uh, but I, I too, I saw his match at uh, the Ric Flair's last match, which we'll talk about next because it's on my head. I uh, wasn't impressed. I thought it was very meh as well. Uh, him with hair, also not a good look. Yeah, it's, he just, I, I'd say he loses, he loses a lot of the mystique. I won't say a lot of mystique. I know he had hair in TNA originally and stuff like that, but I just think it, as a menacing figure, it just ball suits him better. And yeah, that's absolutely. all he's really got going for him. So. Like, his whole gimmick is that he's a psychopath and he'll murder you. Uh, nothing screams that more than an angry bald man with fucking ridiculous muscles. The hair is just too much of like he, he could pass as like a almost like a model because of the hair or something like that. It it takes the edge off him. Um, but yeah, Ric Flair's last match, he didn't die. He didn't. He almost died. Like he was. Uh, has anyone heard that from him yet? At some point. Hiding <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fact that he actually died. Uh, yes, he put out an ad for his Woo Wings on Monday. Oh, okay, that's okay. I was like, I was, I was giving him the old uh, Jim Helwig twenty four before <laughs> saying, you know, okay, yeah, he's okay, he's in the clear. But yeah, he he did not look good at the end of the match. Oh, he was uh, or in he it. was or in any like he faked a heart attack during the match. Yeah, and then almost had one later on in the match. Yeah, he right. he was struggling to stand up by the end of it, and the uh, the sound of the producer having to shout a talent, get out there, get out there and surround him. Like, like he, technically, he didn't even win that match because his shoulders were also pinned, were also down for that. Yes. Pin. Oh, I know. I called that too. I said that to Patty. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. um, somehow this uh, made me feel more angry about that carny piece of shit Conrad running the show than I thought I'd felt before it. And he was just sitting there front row having the time of his life. <laughs> He got in on Sorry, the fucking second act. Row. Second row. He didn't get front He row. threw in the brass knucks. He fucking booked himself as part of the match, the fucking carny piece of shit. Yep. Uh, fucking filthy mark. Uh, and another mark was there. Mark Calloway. <laughs> oh, watching on and segue. thinking, holy shit, did I look like that in my last match? You kind of did, Mark. You weren't far off it, buddy. Well, his last yeah. match was fine. Well, his first actual AJ. match. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was a weird motley crew of people ringside for that main event. You'd uh, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Mick Foley, uh, DDP, who was there throughout the show. Obviously, Carney piece of shit. Conrad was there as well. Kid Rock, of course. Kid Rock. Oh, I, I of the weekend, weekend. Kid Rock. Kid Rock pulled He's, double duty. Uh, can I make a joke about double duty there? No, I don't think I can. Um, yeah, he he did a thing that caused the internet to break. Yeah, uh, he sure did. Yeah, he sure did. I'm gonna leave that one alone before I get. Yeah, don't don't touch that one. Is what people should have said. I I wish I didn't <laughs> see it either. Uh, the show itself was fine. I thankfully I didn't pay any real money for it because fuck that shit. Um, the. F- Lucha four-way match was probably the most entertaining thing on the card. Bandito did a fall-away slam off the top rope to the outside. Looked like he tried to murder people. Always entertaining. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen and the Lucha match. Toros saved the life of um, uh, Bandito. Kid, it was Bandito. Oh, Bandito. Yes. I saw that um, clip, all right. Yeah, yeah. There could have mm-hmm. been a. There could have been a death. 
So what has happened in the world? We have some news put in here. I think it was by Gordo, I assume. No, that was some before I went in, so that might have been from ah. last week, actually. Uh, AEW Talent Relations Promotions. So that not happened this week. That was this week, actually, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they've looks like they're taking feedback, or at least Tony Khan has taken feedback, uh, based on the experiences of Jonathan Gresham, Joey Janela, and Marco Stunt, who claim to have been unable to talk to uh, creative, talent relations, management, etc. about their frustrations or their lack of TV time and what's going on with their contracts. So he's expanded the talent relations team to include Sanjay Dutt, um, obviously fall into Christopher Daniels is still there um, who else was there Pat Buck has been promoted, Buck's been as promoted. Well. they've signed what's her name uh, Madison, Madison Rain who was having her debut on Rampage tonight yeah I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't seem as surprised by that as anyone else she seems to have a great reputation within the industry she's solid she's very solid hmm uh, yeah you know? That's all I'll say. She's, she's not great, like, but she's solid. She's a good hand. Good hand. I just don't oh, see her being the sort of signing that that division needs. Why not? She's, again, solid, grand, meh. That's not, how you really feel, Gordo. Not, not, <laughs> not exactly elite, if you get me. No, she's all elite. Not yet. Ah. Not she is not yet, technically. But yeah. So what do you reckon she'll be doing then? Obviously she's a coach, but what can she bring to the women's division that is lacking at the minute? Not much. No, not really. I just um, that's what I'm saying. I just... Experience, I guess, because there's a lot of younger people, that's about it. Yeah. Or is just the... hoping that she brings her husband with him. With her. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that clown. That's a bit of job Josh Matthews. Oh, fucking clown. That's a bit harsh, though, Gordon. Nah, he's fucking useless. <laughs> Honestly. I actually, actually, you know what? No, no way Steve goes on about how Jeff Jarrett's stolen and living out of wrestling for the last God knows how long. No, Josh Matthews is worse. Wow. Oh, I didn't actually is. mind Josh Matthews when he was in WWE way back when. Um, the but only yeah. thing he was used, the only thing he was useful for was the Tim White, I'll go get help clips. Other than <laughs> oh, that, he was fucking useless. Poor Tim White. Wow. And R.I.P. Fucking much love to Tim White, but yeah. Josh Matthews can fuck off. Wow, you're a harsh man, Gordo. You no, he, no, he's just man. he is just a talentless piece of shit. Jesus, he's going all in tonight. Jesus, is there? Are you nominating him for like worst person of the year award or something? Oh, he is up there. I mean, there's definitely worse. He, him, and footballer who shall not be named are up there. Pat McAfee. No, no. We saw him play tonight. Aaron Rodgers? No, he uh, does certain things to who he wants. I'm not touching that. Long swiftly, yeah. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. yeah, yeah, see? You fucking let well, me We talk. can't talk about that. We'll get cancelled. Exactly. Uh, although, actually, Steve has to edit this, so yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, either way, Josh <laughs> Matthews, piece of shit. Um, what else happened in the world today? I feel like there was some other things that came out that uh, we should talk about. Obviously, Drew McIntyre is going to be the number one contender for the title match at Clash at the Castle. Terrible. Yeah. 
So have we ever asked or have we ever talked about yet why they're calling it Clash of the Castle when there is no castle at the venue? Is there? There's castle in Cardiff, isn't there? I'm sure so there how, probably is. How close is the venue to the castle? Gordo, you're doing some research there, yeah? Cardiff Castle. No. Let's see. That's me. There, I, know, I know there is one because I was there. Years, like I was not the castle, but I was in Cardiff years ago. Yeah, it's and, you know, it's 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 the UK. There's going to be castles everywhere. True. What is there? Dragons. There's dragons on the poster, so I expect to see uh, Game of Thrones level dragons okay. showing up here. It's Prince. Is it Prince Party Stadium? It's in. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, the castle's like right across the road. Okay. So fair enough. Fair enough. Cardiff Castle is like right around the corner. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good visual then if they can get the um, yeah, fireworks. They'll, they'll set up fireworks at the fucking castle. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. They'll do don't it. They'll make it happen. They'll make it happen. You shut your face, you slag. The fucking cheapest ticket that's going for that is £100. <laughs> I looked it up the other day. £100 fucking pound for a oh, nosebleed ticket. Insane. Yeah. Be great to get them for free, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Wink, wink. We had nowhere, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else happened in the world? Uh, Viking Raiders actually won an important match. Well, Who were they? A decent match. Uh, War Machine. Ah, thank you. Yeah, uh, they beat New Day on SmackDown last week, which I was kind of surprised with. Uh, I see else? WWE Raw as well this week. Uh, I stayed up and watched the first bit of it and was very wrestling entertained. Yeah, uh, me too. So much so that I didn't even realize that the first hour was ad free. Yep, yeah, was actually just enjoying the action. Uh, didn't notice it until Sean, I think, put it in here, wasn't it? Saying that in the Discord saying hmm. that it was ad free. And we never even picked up on it. Yeah. I, I noticed it when I was watching it. But... I was off my own little world. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did the first hour as well and then I realized that I. Uh, meeting in the morning that I forgot yeah. why I need to go nice yeah we had the announcement what they started off the show with the announcement of Becky being hurt and that she's going to be missing a couple of months so rest up and come back soon Bex uh, I'm assuming hopefully they're aiming for her to be back in time for Rumble she wins the Rumble and then we get her against Ronda at Mania one on one the match that should have happened a couple of years ago uh, after that went straight into the Intercontinental or US title picture which had two triple threat matches so we had one of the best finishes you're ever going to see to a match uh aj styles beat mustafa ali and the miz via styles clash on ali uh, ali hits a 450 on miz and miz with a nice little nudge to ali afterwards just pushes him up perfectly into awaiting aj's arms to hit a styles clash for the finish yeah very simple but so fucking good um yeah, AJ went on to face the winner of the second match later on the night, which was Tommaso Ciampa. He's still Tommaso to me, damn it. Uh, who beat Dolph Ziggler and Chad Gable uh, through a fairy tale ending on Gable. Again, ridiculously good match, uh, which led to a one on one match between Ciampa and Styles, which Ciampa won via fairy tale ending after a bit of an interference job from The Miz. So that sets us up for Ciampa against Bobby Lashley for the US title. Surely you give it to Champa. You'd say that. Well, but actually, actually, now you could say that because yeah, because it's not Vince anymore. So who knows? That's yeah. It's he has a title match next week 
in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's going to have to do it himself, Gordo, because, you know. Yeah, well, sometimes you just have to do it yourself. It's just a bit of an DIY job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'd agree. I think they should get the title off of Lashley and onto Champa. Not only because it benefits Champa and gives him legitimacy as well as a single star on the main roster, but it frees Lashley up to, you know, contend for the main event again, which, to be fair, he actually deserves based on he his does. performance this year. Yeah. He does. Um, for Gordo hates Lashley. <laughs> for all the abuse that you've given Lashley over the years, it's nice to see you acknowledging him as a... You're acknowledging him? Always. I'm acknowledging yeah, him. He is acknowledging Lashley as his tribal chief. I, hang on, I have said multiple times recently that I've felt very bad for how they have booked him. And that he's been trying to make the most out of some really, really shit situations. And I've given a lot of credit to him for what he's tried to do with what he's been given. Um, Blaz obviously gone out there and has tried to work on the stuff that he's been uncomfortable with, the likes of the acting side of things, with the charisma side of it and cutting promos. He's, again, not great at it, but he's still getting better. And you can see he's putting work into it. So look, I've no problem holding my hands up to say I'm never going to be his biggest fan. I don't think he's ever going to be like mania main event worthy but at the same time I will acknowledge and respect the hell out of the effort he's put in over the last couple of years to get himself to where he deserves to be and uh, yeah he at this point given what he's done should be a bit higher than being in the US title picture see fair right. and objective yeah. feedback see, it's I'm amazing what happens when you look at someone like Lashley and book him appropriately oh fuck it that looks like a killer Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. play to their strengths yeah it's just the one thing that you know everybody I think universally has criticised particularly Vince McMahon for is not booking people correctly you know you can have creative ideas blah 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 all that's fine you can have direction whatever you want but if you see someone like Lashley and think no I'm not going to book you as a fucking lethal killing machine then that's on you that's not on Lashley yep yeah, 100% it goes back to someone we mentioned earlier, Mr. Cross. You take away his biggest strength, Scarlet. Mm-hmm. You know, first thing they done when they call him up. Wow. It was, you know, destined to fail. Uh, deliverance with a shout out there from uh, Solomonster with his theory that Gargano comes back and screws Champa. Ah, uh, no, he'll Gargano again. I don't want to heal Gargano. I know technically no. Champa's heel, so it's a face screwing a heel still. It's in Champa's hometown, so he's going to get cheered. It's in Gargano's hometown. Gargano's, oh, sorry, hometown. Gargano's hometown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. No, I would also agree, but it's a bit too on the nose as well because main roster people might not know who Gargano is, so it might fall a little flatter than what I mean, he was been. there for that two weeks that time. <laughs> Until he got injured. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That was a nice couple yeah. of weeks, wasn't it? And then Vince changed his mind again. That was fun. But yeah, look, either way, just I, I'd like to see a DIY run, especially because there's a potential for DIY against the 2022 Usos. Yes, please. Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, said it multiple times over the last couple of weeks. And again, even though it wasn't their best match at SummerSlam, 2022 Usos and 2022 FTR, possibly the best we've seen two tag teams performing mm-hmm. at the same time in a good 20 plus years. Um, yeah, I think the Usos are operating at a level that no one in WWE can even come close to. Yeah, and that's They're not just... a slight on them. 
on anyone else. It's just that they are that damn good. They're in a zone at the moment. It's it's and incredible. Similarly, say the same for FTR. They're yeah. operating at a level that no one in AEW can come close to either. No, no, never close. Uh, which is why Triple H, please open the forbidden door and give us that match. <laughs> please. I was going to say, God, I asked you this during the week. It's like now that the old man is gone. Do you think that Vin, that, that Triple H and Stephanie might be open to working some some form of a shared pay-per-view Forbidden Door-esque kind of show? I wouldn't I, put it past them. I wouldn't I'm, put it past them, but I would say it's a way down the line. Yeah. I, I mean, want to did as part of NXT, like he had new, a couple of New Japan guys over at different stages, so he is open to at least expanding a little bit with NXT, so yeah. I'm sure the main roster would have the same possibilities. Now, See, New Japan and NXT weren't, you know, dipping their toes in the same pool, so to speak. Yeah. But it does show a little bit of cooperation that he was willing to do it. So absolutely. And I think TK would be open to it as well, especially as the smaller fish in that pond. It's a no brainer for them to do it. Uh, I'd be uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall if they do agree to it and see that the booking meeting and see <laughs> who to go over who and how they divide up the wins and so obviously, you, you have to have a 50-50 split in results because... Main, the main champs of both companies retain their titles. But you can't have them face each other then, obviously. No, you, know, yeah. you don't do champ versus champ. That's just asking for trouble. That's asking for a big, big headache. Unless you do tag champ versus tag champ. Mm-hmm. I mean, tag champ from one wins and main champ from the other wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, even New Japan, forbid the actual Forbidden World of they didn't do champ versus champ. No. No. And did for tag oh, titles, but you know, you know, you don't, you don't do that. And even then, they didn't do it for tag titles. It was for the other no. titles. No, but yeah, champ for oh. champ is uh, asking for trouble and headaches. I think it's the age old thing. Is you know, you're going to book yourself into a corner then. Yeah, but I think that's Which, something we could legitimately do uh, in the next few weeks. Anyway, we, you know, we we did it way back when. We did it for the fucking website when that was still alive. Fantasy book. Uh, WWE AEW crossover show. Oh God, we can have Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> Two or three falls. Oh, oh, oh no, that might just kill Deliverance. <laughs> never, never ending story. Uh, well, I know we're we're leading heavily into the wrestling side Deliverance this week because there was a lot of good wrestling. Yeah, it's mad how when it was actual good wrestling, we'll talk wrestling. Crazy. Yeah, that's why I kind of I, I went straight into SummerSlam and, and Raw because they deserve it. Yeah, I God knows I sh- dirty I've shit on them enough over the last few years, justifiably that I feel like they deserve it uh, and should get it when they do. What has happened on Raw, Gordo? While we're talking about it, um, a lot of women's related stuff actually. Uh, women's division was ha- highlighted pretty heavily throughout. There was. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka was supposed to be the match, which was then interrupted by Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Attacked the two of them, beat Seven Shades. And that led to later on the night, uh, Bianca Belair versus Io Sky, uh, which then ended up in a no contest again because a giant brawl broke out between Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Bailey, and Dakota. So essentially, it looks like it's been set up into a three on three with Bianca. Alexa and Asuka against Bailey, Dakota, and Io, which, um, yeah, I'm I'm here for. So it looks like they've put Bliss in the Becky role, basically. And it was it was supposed to be Bianca, Becky, 
and ask her, but they've just thrown Bliss in instead. Um, yeah, a little bit of uh, gang warfare in the women's division. No harm in something that hasn't really been done in the women's side of things in quite a while. So it's mm. good to see. And um, when you look at all the people that are involved there, they can all hold their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm okay with all of it. Uh, EO is incredible. As I said, she's the one who realistically probably should be the one that they try and give the rub to out of this. Dakota just does have that overness about her, though, that the fans are going to flock to her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be good. It'd be interesting to watch it. Um, main event of Raw as well. We had, again, we've raved about them, but Usos uh, done another bit of a carry job again, this time on Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, oh, good Lord. Get Usos this man. have to defend their titles again. This made no sense to me. I, I was oddly okay with it for the fact of it was against a team that won a match on the pay-per-view the night before. So for I the mean, first time in ages, it wasn't just... You get title shots? Exactly. So I was okay with that. I was actually oh, nicely okay with that. That'll never get over. No. No, never. But yeah, it was it was good. It was... Uh, was again it was a solid match, but by God, did he also fucking carry Dom? <laughs> He's. I mean, I remember remember when he was first match. We're like, oh my God! Like he hasn't got any better since. He was great. He hasn't that, kicked off. That was for a first match. It was great, but he's now yeah. about three years in. Yeah, and he's still at first match. He's still at good first match quality, which yeah. ain't it anymore. When you have people like Logan Paul coming into it and. You know, you look and you're like, he's already further ahead. You know, if if you're to put either one of them in a match, you're going to put Logan Paul in over Dom. But he's a Mysterio, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Hurry up and turn him. Um, it did end, though, at the aftermath of the, yeah, the end of the spear spot. Um Poor Rhea Ripley is just bullying that boy something fierce. <laughs> so uh, first, that is, could that be classed as bullying? She's she shoved him right into a fucking spear after choking the poor lad. Now, to be fair, most lads would have loved to. Have been the the choking, the choking is more so what I was referring to. Yes, um, but people yeah, pay good money for that bow. <laughs> yeah, most people pay a good fifty, sixty quid for that. Like, uh, not that I know what the prices of it are. Did you not see the big happy head in him? Oh, he was only loving life. But yeah, it was it was good. Again, raw start to finish. I thought it was the certain aspects of the production still need doing. Get a new music director for the love of God. The music on this show is the shits. Um, bring back no one will survive for Champa, please. I don't mind him. his new. At least now he has a proper theme, not that generic shit he had when he came up first. That's true, yeah. But still, it's no no one will survive. Oh, definitely not. Definitely better. Uh, like, but. Uh, but yeah, they need to sort that. And the camera work, I found, was better. A lot of people were saying it was still shite. I found it for parts of it, it was better. But then it'll go through like a 30-second spat of just being the worst it's ever been. It's almost as if they had Kevin Dunn pried away from the... Like you had three or four security guards holding him back. Every so often he'd break free, just start mashing the keypads a bit. They go all crazy for the 30 seconds, then they manage to wrestle them away again. It all goes back to being fine. It was a really weird middle ground when it came to that side of it. But yeah, Raw, very, very good. Intriguing. Uh, did anyone watch NXT this week? I, I did. The... Oh, I didn't even watch the highlights. I forgot to watch the highlights. I've seen nothing, no. Glass. Carter, what happened? 
you got two minutes. Right, two minutes next to your review. Um, the women's tag champs kicked off the show, fatal four-way elimination match. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter won the titles at long last. Beat JC Jane and Gigi Dolan, the team of Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, and Yalisa Leon and Valentina Feroz. Now you're uh, just making up names. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, I just click an NXT name generator here. You don't know. You didn't watch the fucking thing. Um, but yeah, it was a solid enough match to start it off. Uh, the man who should be SmackDown bound at this point, Mellow. Man does not miss. Uh, he had a fantastic match with Nathan Fraser, the former Ben Carter. Uh, he came out to issue an open challenge and Giovanni Vinci, uh, what's his name, Fabian Eichner, uh, he'd done his usual entrance as if he was going to be the one to answer the challenge, but Mellow had worded it as the next person to step foot in this ring. So when Vinci stopped to do one of his poses, uh, they actually managed to time it perfectly that they got a shot of Fraser waving as he ran past him. So Fraser slid into the ring. He got the title shot. Very fun match. Mello got the win after an interference from Vinci, but it just, yeah, Mello is top level. He should be a main roster bound fairly quickly. Maddie Rose defeated Saray. No one cared. Axiom defeated Duke Hudson. Nobody cared. Um, Axiom is the former A-Kid, by the way. He now has a mask. Yeah, he now has a mask on him. Ooh. Um, Why? And he's a very attractive looking fella, to be fair. Yeah, but, you know, foreign. Put him under a mask. Um, name, not to be fair. Yeah. Uh, NXT tag titles. Creed Brothers defeated Tony D and Stax. Uh, big story here was it was all caused by a returning Santos Escobar who punched Tony D with brass knucks. So that set up a basically a final match between the two of them to decide, you know, to just put it all to bed. Um, I think there's no, I think everyone basically is banned. Only just two boys one on one. So I think that's either next week or at the upcoming premium live event. Uh, Joe Gacy beat Brooks Jensen after a distraction by Pretty Deadly. Uh, Alba Fire defeated Lash Legend via Swanton and main event. Quite a fun match actually. Solo Sokoa defeated Von Wagner via a frog splash through a table uh, again solo probably main roster bound in the very near future um, yeah again fun there was also uh, actually a contract signing this wasn't in the results cause it was a segment there was no match came from it uh, Braun Breaker signing a contract for his title shot or his title defence against JD McDonough um, again Mr. McDonough call, cutting his usual kind of psycho promo you know loves pain he cherishes it uh he actually signs the contract with his own blood literally cuts himself and signs the contract uh to basically show breaker that you know he cherishes he and enjoys the pain the fiend? i know right uh but breaker acting on obviously of how freaked out he was by someone as well to just cut himself to sign the contract it was solid it was so different to Anything else that's out there that I'm totally cool with it, to be honest. Good stuff. Uh, Dynamite. Boski, did you get the chance to see this? I did see Dynamite. What was your thoughts and emotions? I thought it was a decent show this week. It was a good show now, it was. Um, yeah, try to look what happened. Orange Cassidy. Everything melts together. Got the L But class music. He does have class music. I don't, I don't prefer previous one or this one though they both fucking slap they both the thing. Yeah. 
but yeah, he, he about licensed his... music. The difference licensed music makes makes all the difference. Oh, absolutely. I like you'd wonder like do should fucking record labels slash artists, you know, should they be working more with the likes of AEW and WWE to try get some licensed music on? I uh, you'd think so. I mean, literally songs I enjoy now I never would have heard if it wasn't for wrestling or have any interest in them if it mm. wasn't for wrestling. Like, like my gym playlist of songs that I heard at OTT shows for fuck's sake. Yeah, like how many thousands, if not millions, of views did these songs get on Spotify and YouTube as a result of being seen on wrestling shows? Yeah. So why are they pricing themselves out of it? Like the what was it? The final countdown for Danielson. Well, in fairness, everyone knows that song. It's not going to be a People are discovering the final countdown because it was yeah. on AEW. But it, 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 it might encourage them to look at it more. But they're, like, I think Rian, I don't know where he was getting his facts from, but it's like 50,000 a night or something like that to play that theme. So, like, no, obviously you're not going to do that. But, yeah, give, give, me, give me all the licensed music. Most entertaining. Most but he lost. He did. He's on a bit of a Lethal. losing streak. Lethal needed the win, though, in fairness. Lethal oh, Lethal, but... Well, he's, Lethal was still third in the rankings going into mm-hmm. it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. When all your wins are in dark, do they do they matter? Well, no. Despite what um, Tony wants it to seem like, no. If a man wins a match on dark, does it exist? Ah, no. But they're building Lethal up for a title fight against the Ward Dog. Uh, that's not going to end very well for him. No, no, he's going to get uh, fucked up. It's a very weird, like, why would he call out Wardlow? Like, that seems like a very weird thing to do. I know you want he's to. He's got you know, the big man behind him that's bigger than Wardlow. Yeah, but the big man ain't doing the wrestling for him. He did that one match that one time. And we'll never talk about it again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's for Battle of the Belts, which is on Saturday night, tomorrow yeah. night, or tonight, as you might be listening to it. I say it doesn't end tomorrow, probably la- last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we all assume Wardlow will win fairly comfortably. Oh yeah, definitely. Fair enough. Like that. They, they, they make it make sense most of the time. So Ward, our lethal is number three in the rankings. He beats Orange Cassidy, who's also highly ranked. Therefore, he gets title shot. Logically, there's sense there. So at least that's something to look forward to. But uh, the the women's tag match. Um, very good. It was very good, but also it was very early in the show. It wasn't the second last match. What what madness is this? It was the second match. You flipped the script. Is this the first time that they've done this? No, nah, they definitely had out of position. <laughs> it's core position a few times. <laughs> yeah, still need to have two. But yeah, it's definitely been a different position on the guard at some point. Yeah, I, I thought when they had it so early that they might have uh, put in the second one. And to be fair, they had fucking plenty of time with it because they could have shaved at least 15 minutes off the Christian-Matt Hardy match. Holy fuck, that dropped no on. One needed, no one needed no. to see that. It was, yeah. That was all there for the fade the attack at the end. Like, yeah. And you could have done a very quick match and done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but women's match, very good, absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about it as we were watching it. I'm still not high on Thunder Rosa right now. Uh, I, I think the way I phrased it to Gordo was like, 
There's four women in that ring right now, and I think that the other three are better than Rosa right now. She in hasn't this been moment the world in time, on fire lately. She has not. In, at this moment in time, with the, the current kind of positioning, character development, uh, form in matches, I would legitimately say that the other three are better performers than Rosa currently. Yeah, our title run has been a bit of a damp squib. Sorry, did you say say. squib? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. And and I I feel harsh saying it because I know you were huge fans of Rosa coming over from NWA back in the day. Oh, yeah. I've said it, though. I said it when we were talking about it the other day. She has not been the same Thunder Rosa the last while on there. Uh, what did you think of her coming out wearing the t-shirt with sandbagging on it? That's uh, a little bit of rubbing in. I was okay with that. Too much on yeah. the nose, I think. Ah, no, I was fine. I enjoyed that. But it's making fun of herself because it's true. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I think the joke. I think she's missing the joke because it's not a joke because it's true because she fucked up in a match. I'm not sure about it. It seems a bit weird. I don't. I have to listen to some podcasts to see what other people's reactions are. But my initial thought when I saw that I was like, "That's just fucking weird." Nah, I thought it was grand. Let's take the piss out of people that are taking the piss out of her online. That's what it is. I know. Yes, there was a reason they were taking the piss out of her online, but it's just to fire and back. It's oh yeah, Twitter like. like if she didn't do anything wrong or if everything went to plan and people were just been dickheads online and saying it, I could 100% understand her doing it then. But because she did fuck up and because people called her on it correctly, that's why her using this slogan on a t-shirt just seems weird to me. But I, hey, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy One thing to stand I will in say, minority. You definitely wouldn't get that WWE because they have a new t-shirt out. She would be plastered in that t-shirt. Yeah. True, yeah. Tony Storm was wearing the t-shirt. She knows the story. She came from the other week. Yeah. Get your merch money. Yeah, I really like Tony. Uh, and she had a great the, old uh, magazine uh, cover. Oh, she, is, she did. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to talk about that because I might get in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I'll insert Jose Mourinho gif right here. If I, if I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, you know we, we can't sexualize her you know we can't talk about her as a, as an attractive woman lads because you know that's degrading and demeaning to her but also look at me naked on this that magazine cover you know uh, I'm a man I don't know what to do here this what, is a get, fucking minefield t- tell me how I'm supposed to react because I, I'm going to get cancelled either way so whatever I get cancelled least for I will do that Thank you very You've much. You've been cancelled a long time ago. Let's be honest. <laughs> like I will happily admire her as as an attractive female, and I'll happily admire her as a very good wrestler. Those exactly. two aren't. You can be both. Those two aren't dependent on each other. In <laughs> fact, sometimes they're not. Sometimes you might think someone's a better wrestler than they are good looking, and vice versa. That's also okay as long as you're not putting one. But and don't they all have the lovely bottoms? No, no, that is objectively wrong, Nick. That is def- definitively wrong, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'd have to say you're wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, but I was convinced that Tony Storm was beating Jamie Hayter in this match because, you know, she's the champ and Hayter is the the most inexperienced of the two. And, you know, you're going to protect Britt. 
So I was surprised when um, Hater pinned Tony, wasn't it? Yeah. Obviously, continues the feud. I don't know what the end game here is. Well, the end game s- is Hater turning on Brit at some point, or Brit turning on Hater at some point. But um, they're definitely getting Brit. on the same page. Yeah, I'm assuming Brit turns. Yeah, because she's jealous that Jamie's didn't. Yeah, Brit turns at hate. Brit's jealous the hater is starting to get more momentum and you know get a title shot or whatever, and that's when Brit turns on her. And because again, the fans want to get behind hater, so it makes sense. Don't be a lover, be a hater. But yeah, Brit uh, Baker, Baker. Yeah, she can. She gets easy heat from the crowd, and hater like Gordo says. She's got the upbeat fucking dubstep like music. People will get behind her. Um and she has a weird cult following online as well that is possibly akin to Jordan Grace, and we'll leave it at that. Uh the Brit's in that great she's in that what I call the Jericho position. She's gonna get a pop every time, like a good pop. People chant along with the DMD every time, but they'll also put the fuck out of her if she does heal stuff. Mm. Yeah. It's a great it's a great position to be in. They respect the gimmick and she works it well. Yeah. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs murdered a fella. No, oh, he did. Team Taz no longer a thing. Right as yeah. trios titles come out, Team Taz is no longer a thing. Poor timing, you could say, but ignoring the trios titles, it makes absolute sense. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. And it gives Taz an out because you know who does he align himself with? <laughs> Because well, he's it a, seems like he's going to be full time commentary on Dynamite at this point too, so you don't want a manager, active manager, to be full time on commentary. Yeah, here. because he's doing kind of color analyst, he can still have his biases. But you know, there's a difference between having a bias and having a vested interest. Yeah, like even even all along when he's been doing like the bits he has come out for, it, like he, he always appreciates things like, oh crap, I shouldn't appreciate that. There gets my he has to try and backtrack at the commentary, so at exactly. least it's like, he doesn't need to worry about it anymore. Um, moving along, uh, Gordo, how did you feel about your beloved gun club losing to the acclaimed in the dumpster match? Yo, yo, listen, listen, listen. got Vince McMahon name dropped up. We got the Vinnie Mac name dropped. The crowd went nuts for it as expected. Um, look, as dumpster matches go, this wasn't a complete dumpster fire. So, I mean. They trusted Austin Gunn enough to make him climb up on top of that fucking <laughs> entranceway as well. Uh, yeah, Austin Gunn is not very good. Colton Gunn at least has potential to him and actually looks like he might become something. Um, yeah, look, the match was fine for what it was. Hope the two lads were okay after taking that spill off the stage because uh, that did not quite go according to plan. So yeah, hope they weren't too uh, battered and bruised after it. Yeah, it was fun for what it was. Yeah, that uh, that dumpster fall, that looked nasty. I don't think they were in that. Uh, they were. Like, do you see the feet at the very end? I'm pretty damn sure they were. And I didn't see any feet. But yeah, I thought it was one of the, you know, sneak out the back while the camera cuts away type job. No, and even according to, no, obviously it's Alvarez, so take him with a fucking full shake or assault. But uh, apparently they were. Mm, fair enough then that's why he was told was apparently they were um, I was surprised too but yeah um, main event then Chris Jericho rolling back the years reading back the years against Wheeler Yuta I thought he was reasonably good here 
Hey, since Jericho um, lo- lost a bit of weight and toned up a bit, he's been doing decently again, right? Yeah, and Wheeler Yuta has been fucking on a the, the run of his life for the last four months, I'd say. Mm, definitely. Uh, and yeah, I love me a bit of Lion Tamer. Fucking love that move. Uh, it almost annoys me when he uses the normal walls of Jericho when he should be doing this every time. Uh, but yeah, may, next week he's going to defend the, or Moxie's going to defend his. They're still calling it the interim title, although that's well, subject to change. So, I wonder. He's not calling it the interim title. No, and I like that because apparently Punk's injury is not healing as well as he'd have liked, mm. and is a doubt for All Out. So maybe the interim might become the full. Hard to see what's going to happen there. Uh, Jordan Devlin cruiserweight title job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just ignore the interim bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh so Jericho Mox next week. I assume Mox to retain. Oh yeah, Mox definitely retain. I don't see him to Jericho anytime soon again or ever again, probably. He shouldn't. Uh but I, I don't know that it feels like they're gonna use it to develop a story somewhere, but I I'm not too sure how yet. Uh but I'm okay with it. Um, other things from Dynamite, Eddie Kingston interrupting the Sammy and Tay video package. I did a lot of laughing at that, especially when he kind of made fun of how to watch a TV backstage. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Um, what else happened? I think there's a few other bits and pieces. Uh, oh, Ethan Page came out to the ring and cut a promo to say that he's pissed off because he's not being used properly. And Stokely oh, Hathaway yeah. signs him up. Uh, Jungle Boy nearly Rikishi'd Christian. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for the rock. The uh, big kind of angle of the night. Uh, the Undisputed Era returning on the Elite. Yeah. Yes, leaving that for last. Um, felt like it was coming. Felt like it's the right thing to do. What yeah. It's a sensible play. Do you actually run this and keep the Bucks out of the tournament? No, you have Hangman with them now to enter the tournament. Or do you? Ah, you do. They, they, get, if... they get screwed out in the final and Hangman gets taken out or whatever and then Kenny comes out to be their backup. And yeah, you can do it. There's many ways to do this. Or does the Bucks team up with a returning Kenny for the tournament? I don't think you do it for the tournament. That needs to be kind of a pop at as a main event type thing. I don't think you do it for going into a tournament and you get the impact from Kenny's return otherwise. So you're having Kenny return at the pay-per-view unannounced? Yeah, definitely unannounced. Anyway, when he comes back. Um, I don't know if it's at that pay-per-view or maybe the one after or whatever, depending if who wins this these titles and if there's... There's just money, many ways to do it, but I, I wouldn't have Kenny in this tournament. I'd, I'd have him after, come back after, at the end of the tournament or after the tournament. So you'd have the Hong Bucks as the team. Yeah. Okay. Who it's, would you have against them in the final? I kind of have to go the other guys. Oh, no, if they're not cleared. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm thinking you keep them out. But then who else have you got? House of Black? They're kind of tied up with the, uh, I don't want to say Rusev, but Miro. Yeah. He's obviously doing his thing with Malachi. Will he won't be? Is he joined? Has he not joined the House of Black? I really want to see the brackets for this tournament. Yeah, no, I said whatever. I don't think it really matters who you have against them. I'd, I'd have the Hongbox win the whole thing. Mm. And then obviously the guys should be 
Peltier by then at that point, then their first proper defense will be at. When's the next big show that they'll have after that they'll be doing? Uh, like Revolution. No, they'll have the one in the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah there Arthur you go. Ashe. So, yeah, then. Like three weeks after. You have that, that their first title match be against uh, Undisputed Era at that, and they take out Hangman before the show. And they're so, like, oh, what are you going to do? Who's you going to You got a substitute. There you go. I'll allow it. I would be most sports entertained if that happened. Uh, Wrestling's getting good again, boys. It is. Shocking. And what else happened then? The AEW video game was finally announced. Fight Forever. Coming 2023, apparently. How do you think Adam Cole felt about uh, Britt Baker bringing Ski Avon into his dress, into her (laughs) hotel room? (laughs) Huh? The trailer for that. The trailer. Oh, I never watched actually the trailer. Talk us through what happened or what's the takeaways from it? Other than Um, making Tony Schiavone doing it in his bedroom, what? Basically, Tony is walking through a hotel room or a hotel corridor and door opens up and it's Britt Baker and she basically drags Tony into her room to show him the video game. Where she's playing as herself versus yeah. First playing with herself in a hotel room and yes. making Tony Schiavone watch. Tony comes yeah. in. Tony's and, watching and, 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 and has to role play herself. and has to role play as Adam Cole. Yeah. So Tony Schiavone is role playing as Adam Cole while watching Britt Baker play with herself in a hotel room. That's yes, yeah, pretty much. Essentially, goes, how the trailer yeah. goes. Yeah. And there's You're food, there's food that. everywhere. That's the clip. That's the clip. Get the timestamp, lads. Um, <laughs> what do you think the game is going to be good? I like the uh, look of uh, it looks great, but yeah, I think Gerda said this in the chat as well. Some of the animations and the the clipping isn't the best at the moment. Yeah. So I think they get that fixed before launch. Yeah, they need to tidy parts of it up. Certain like certain animations, the transitions from one part of a move to another are too quick. Like to a point where it's unnaturally quick. Like that could never physically happen. With people it's of any size, being Gordo, it's a video game. No, but if they're wanting this to be something that looks realistic, or at least like as much of a simulation as possible, no, with an arcadey no feel to it, it's. Oh, speaking of, as you mentioned, on Mercy, the sign in the crowd, the sign of <laughs> one wrestling for this week. Uh, during the Christian Matt Hardy match, someone had a sign in the crowd saying, "I played this match on WWE No Mercy." <laughs> uh, pop, huge pop. Uh, yeah. But yeah, look, it's it's stuff like that where they just need to tidy up the animations and the overall flow of it. That could just be whatever engine, like whatever version that they were making it on at the time that they were actually developing the trailer. You know, they still have time to take and tidy these sort of little things up. So not the end of the world, just a little bit of polish on it. It should be all right. It should be a really good game. Liking the addition of the mini games is something a bit different. Um, yeah, look, it looks like it's gonna be a, it looks like it's gonna be a good game. Um, obviously, I'm. I'm, go- I'm probably going to pick it up not going to lie um, yeah it's, it'll be interesting to see how it goes it's obviously going to do well because they've got enough of a fan base there and I hope it goes well for them being very careful with what I say yes yes respectfully uh, but yeah no yeah it was uh, interesting that week boys uh, what's, uh, what's happening later on Rampagny John Moxley uh, is having a title eliminator match against uh, Mance Warner. Mance Warner, yeah, he won the 
Battle Royal at the Bunkhouse Battle Royal at Rick Flair's last match show. Uh, Love me a good championship MLW. contender match. Yeah. yeah. They have been consistent in how they've booked these, so I'm absolutely okay with them. It allows them to bypass the rankings and uh, capitalize on flashes in the pan, I suppose. So if someone gets hot or if they're doing yeah. something particularly noteworthy, then you can book them into a, a main event match without actually having to defend a title. It makes perfect sense, and they've booked it logically from the very beginning. It it's does. not a fucking yeah. championship contenders beat, match beat, where you win three of them and you still don't the get your title shot. Beat the champion, you get their title. Yeah. Yes, you beat the champion, you get a shot at their title. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, how <laughs> far, how soon into the match will Moxley bleed? I don't know. I can't remember the last time he's had a match and not bled. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it's reopening the same wound every yeah. time at this point. But yeah. Cool. Give him a week or two off so he doesn't <laughs> fucking bleed in every match. What is with uh, the Blackpool Combat Club? They don't take time off. There are no days off John Moxley. Except Wait, for no, that's Brian, Brian, that Brian Danielson. Yeah, except for Brian Danielson. Yeah. Been, yeah. That one match. Yeah. It's been a load of blood, though. Um, Flair's last match event, apparently 24,000 pay per view buys. So uh, Conrad made his money. Cunt. Conrad. He's yeah, a dirty, filthy fucking carny and they, mark and piece of shit. A live gate of about 450,000. Carny piece of shit. I hope he chokes on his own rage. Yeah, he's an absolute cunt. Good riddance to him. I don't want him anywhere near wrestling. I wish he'd just fuck off. I find when I'm doing the podcast, he's actually very good at researching in the podcast. Just stay in the podcast. Can't even listen to it. I don't have to listen to it. You can do it. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, look, it was grand. It's, how, how long do we have uh, How long do we have the real last match? Oh, God. Uh, wait, what? Why is Ric Flair showing up at an event in Puerto Rico this weekend? <laughs> he put out a tweet earlier tonight where the dirtiest players in the game Andrade and Idolo and the Nature Boy are back at it again at this weekend in Puerto Rico woo there's some crowd are having an anniversary show in Puerto Rico and he's at least going to be at it I, I swear to God if he has another match right after having his big last match where his final line on a bike at his last match was talking about kid fucking rock but anyway Oh, yeah. Following off from that, Andrade quote tweeted that and said, Tomorrow we will kick the clone's ass. Uh, WWC is a promotion. Aye, that's clone's promotion. Uh, their Twitter account has a whole 25 followers. I haven't <laughs> tweeted since 2014, so yeah, that's a good upstanding establishment. Oh, there's many wow. not, uh, like that. Yeah, there's a lot of Stuff with that promotion. It's uh, Puerto Rico's a dodgy place to work. Puerto Rico's a dodgy oh, gaff. Oh, sure. Isn't that where yeah. um, huh? Marty yeah. Skrull went to work for a while? Yep. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Um, yeah. What else is happening in the world? What's uh, what's everyone's plans this weekend? Um, well, I was going to say one thing actually. Uh, newest wrestling power couple was revealed this week. Yes. Madcap Moss. Oh. And Tennille Dashwood. Fair play. Baby. About a madcap. Um, both of them are punching and punching well. Yeah, fair fucks. 
I will give them both that they're both two attractive people. They're going to have many sexy time. Yeah. And by all accounts, both seem like good people as well. Good to see good people finding happiness. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A small little bit of wrestling news that we forgot about earlier, but yeah, I don't yeah. think it's, a, it's amazing to see a, a wrestling couple and you know not want to punch their faces in. Yeah, he actually looks like okay, I'm actually fucking happy for the two of you. Fair play, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, that's the funny thing, right? Because you know, Sammy and Tay, uh, their on screen personalities, you know, makes them want make you want to hate them. In reality, they might be the nicest people in the world, but it just really doesn't come across that way. Tay seemed that Sammy always felt like a bit of a fucking easy. Sammy just has a face you want to slap. Yeah. Yeah, I like Gordo. Ah, probably actually, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. something we didn't mention for Raw. They did their best rating in a long time. They hit 2.23 million viewers and a 0.61 in their ratings. It followed a so good I'd... summer slam and people were curious to see. Next week in the interest. Like what you tune into Raw, I tune into Raw. I haven't watched Raw in yeah. general in about six more more than six months. I watched first hour live. Yeah, and I if I was off again, I'd do it next week. Uh, I am Obviously. off because I am heading down to Waterford Tuesday morning at five o'clock. So uh, I will be staying up to watch Raw and then getting a taxi into my train. So, <sighs> yep, I sleep when I get to Waterford. That or you should fun. invest in a car. You yeah. can go through nah. the schedule then. It it cost me sixteen quid to get down there. I'll take that. Definitely cost more for diesel or petrol. <laughs> See, uh, don't know if it would. Sixteen euros worth diesel might get you down there. Won't get you back as well. Where's it go? Yeah. Plus, you have the independence of going when you want. Can't beat having a car. I love having a car. But I can also just sit with my headphones on and watch whatever I want for that whole trip and just be in my own little world. Cut yeah, off. It takes you like six hours or five hours to get down there. Uh, four. Four and a bit. Yeah, I'm going to be down there in less than three. Meh. <laughs> think of how many, think of how many, episode, think of how many episodes of the league I can get watched that time, Fitz. <laughs> how have you not watched the league yet? You're it's, the biggest NFL head on this podcast, and I think Bo has watched it all. I've watched it all. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, like two things Gore's really into the NFL and Formula One. He hasn't watched the league and he hasn't tried to survive. What is your malfunction? I know you have many. Pick one. What is that malfunction? I have many other TV shows that I end up watching, and I play a lot of video games. No, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Sorry, no. I play I play too much video games. Okay, I'm taking FIFA off you. You're not allowed to play that in a game anymore. Okay, it's okay. New one is coming out in a month and a half. Yeah, it's a dead game. For, and folks should definitely buy it. <laughs> uh, GameStop.ie uh, Gordo, plug us up. We're not going to do best match, first match, no? Steve leaves for one week and the podcast goes to shit. We are not having it. <laughs> not up in here. Best Steve match. Roman we always forget Brock. this. Yeah. Yeah, best, best match Roman Brock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go along with that. Worst, Worst match. match. Theory Ooh, last this week. Might, this might take some thinking. Hmm. Uh, do we include NXT? Oh, you you haven't NXT. seen it. So that doesn't and nothing matter. on it. Nothing I'm seeing, on NXT was I'm worse. I'm seeing Lash Legend in a match against 
Kaylee Ray, though, so. Uh, actually, I know that's worst. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bingo. Um, it's okay. It's it's up there. It's that and uh, Lashley Theory match because Lashley Theory was very much. Uh, let's just get this out of the way, and we both want other things. So uh, Lash and in general, just just Lash, Lash all round got worse match. Lash, yeah, Lash, yeah. Bobby Lash versus Theory was terrible. Bobby yeah. Legend. Uh, best segment, I assume we're all going for the Undisputed Elite breaking up. Uh, return post-match from the women's match. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's best segment for me. Oh, actually, best match, uh, honourable mention for Logan Paul and Miz. Hmm. Yeah, but Logan Paul's a piece of shit, so. He's a piece of shit, you and me. He is. Uh, worst segment. Hmm. Uh, how are you t- feeling about uh, Anna's promos the last couple of weeks? The which? Anna Jay's promos. They have not um, been great. Her going psycho I, on people. I don't know how comfortable I feel with people calling them, themselves the sexiest person here. I'd, it just feels like a really weird way it's, to verbalize it. It's Carmella's whole, you know, the most beautiful woman. Yeah. Maybe it's just I don't like the word sexy. It just sounds... It sounds weird here. Yeah. It sounds sleazy. Yeah. You know, if she said she was the most attractive or the most beautiful or whatever, you know, there's so many different ways to say it. But the way that she says it, it just sounds so weird. You can tell she's a little bit uncomfortable talking like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm along with that. You are a sexy boy deliverance. Uh, yeah, the Anna, Anna promo is probably a good show for that. Yeah. Uh, wrestler of the week Logan Paul yeah what about that uh, tractor driver that tractor driver had one hell of a show on I'm going to give it to Brock I thought that he was fantastic he oh, did shit. good business I just thought of a match for uh, best match that I forgot about um the whole concept of it was terrible and they couldn't hang a flag to save their lives. Drew and Seamus had one hell of a match and oh, beat Savage yeah. the shit out of each other in that. Yeah, that was a good one. The Donnybrook. I'm Donnybrook or whatever it is. Yeah, good old-fashioned like, Donnybrook. Give it his proper title, Fitz. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Stable. An Irish stable. Good old-fashioned Donnybrook. No, re- an Ivory re- Coast stable. I've got to say, re- <laughs> reigniting the long-standing feud between Scotland and the Ivory Coast. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, how do you flag up that many flags wrong? Like no show of the week, Summer Slam. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Well deserved. Uh, with that worst take of the week. Uh, probably something, something to do with Sat- Ric Flair. Yeah, Joe. I I haven't brought it up because you know we we like both parties involved but the whole SRS fallout from him standing up to that Billy Batty kind of guy mm. oh yeah <sighs> yeah why why can't the internet you know see context and be rational about things i'll never understand billy batty is a bigger piece of shit than Logan paul and that's saying a lot um fair fox SRS for standing up to him and everything he had I do get there are times where SRS can be a bit grandstandy and a bit snowflakey about stuff. And I say that as a big fan of a lot of the stuff he does. I 
obviously mm-hmm. subscribed to Fightful Select and I have for a long time. Uh, I listen to a lot of their stuff. I think they're incredible at what they do. He individually can get a bit triggered by things unnecessarily at times. I mm-hmm. do think, though, at the same time that in a situation like this where he's standing up for what he was... Obviously, he was in the right. Uh, and there was a lot of people were... <sighs> I, I get why the, I get why people on both sides are tr- kicking off. If you get me, because I can get why some people are saying, you know, this guy's overreacting to stuff because there was so many stories going around about how he was kicking off over next to nothing. Certain people were obviously being told of the situation and were kind of backing down on stuff to an extent. Said, okay, cool, fair enough. Sometimes when SRS gets a, an idea of something like this in his head, he can be like a dog with a bone, even when the other person backs down. Um. Now again, I don't know the full ins and outs of this situation in particular, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, it feels I'm, like I'm, I feel like has, yeah, and I kind of feel like it has splinters in my arse in the situation. I don't <laughs> look. I like both of the guys, uh, like both sides of the people that are involved in this. They're again people that I listen to a lot. Uh, not Billy Batty. Not Billy Batty. No, not Billy Batty. Apologies. Himself. No, Billy Batty can go fuck himself. I mean, I, I mean the whole <laughs> aftermath of that. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm very much on the on the fence, and will gladly remain so because. Uh, it's going to be most of my listening for the weekend when I'm playing my, uh, yes. well, when we're not watching all of the multitude of soccer that's on. Cause, uh, Context and rationalize people. Yeah. Um, Sammy Guevara, what the fuck were you thinking? Dumbass moment of the week. Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti getting married after like five months of dating. <laughs> yeah. It feels appropriate this week. I don't think there's going to be any objections to that. Oh, we think she allegedly upped it off. Jesus, can't say that. Hey, Kanda. When is the last time? When is the last time she's taken a bump on TV, or is she taking a bump out on stage with her every Jesus week? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Paige Van Zandt, maybe was that the last? It feels like it's been a while. That's the only reason I'm yeah. throwing it out there. I mean, Hanana J came to save her. Was that? Did she take a bump there? Or was it? Was that just? I can't remember what happened with that. I don't think she did. I thought she was staring no. someone down and dealt a bit. And I was also wondering, is that possible? Would that be why they brought Anna in? So there's now a female there that can wrestle, yeah. if needs be. Well, Again, the only I'm just saying, there's things I lining up. Whether she is or not, look, I wish both of them all the happiness in the world. Again, once people are happy, I don't really give much of a fuck. But it just feels like everything here has been quite rushed. Yep. So uh, I'm going to speculate you while quite rushed, uh, get these plugs. Oh, what a rush. Um, yeah, you can get us on all of your usual favorite podcasting apps. You're going to get us on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now, you're going to catch us each and every week. Please make sure to give us a thumbs up, like, five stars, whatever the hell is out there that will mean that you enjoyed what you listened to. Even if you hate it, just do that for us. Then other people will come on and suffer every week. It'll really help us out. Uh, you can also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with Wrestling Soup themselves and a load of other podcasts. Please go over there, share the love, and also check out the Soup Guys over on Patreon as well. Um, again, ridiculously good content over there, so please share the love with them. Also, share some love with our friends over at the newly redesigned Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. Uh, they have oh, their recently released Okami oh. collection over there, uh, so oh. go over and check them out. I'm still waiting Ooh. for the boo. There we go. But uh, if, you, if when you're over there checking out their uh, lovely, lovely merch, if you use the promo code AWP, you'll get 10% off your entire order. So yeah, please go check them out and they're shipping worldwide, except for, you know, just a handful of countries worldwide. that are no good. Um, 
Also, wherever you are in the world, you can also check us out over on Twitter. It's at the AW Pod. When you're on there, you'll also find a link to our Discord. Where you can come on and join in the live fun each and every week. Uh, you can call each other cowards. You can call Steve a coward when he decides not to show up and just go get pissed in the pub and then has to dial in and, you know, help them out record us. Uh, you know, you can join in all the fun, see any memes and chit chat that's going on because you, you don't get the full experience when you're listening back. On the Discord, you can at least have a laugh with us and get notified when we're going live and when we're going live on our Twitch channel. Speaking of the old Twitch channel, it's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. We go live most Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, next weekend might be a bit up in the air. There might be some uh, scoopskis happening. So we will have to play it by ear and see how things go. As for this weekend, we don't quite know. What's the plan? Are we going live later, boys? Well, this is Friday, but are we going live? It's up to Bo if he has the technological capability to do it. Yeah, let's see if I can. I have to have a check, see if I have the stream key. But yeah, might do. Oh, um, we'll chat for in you. a bit. But um, what's that sound, Steve? Mm. <gasps> uh oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time, cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>